Hey, Team Shiny, Isabel here. David and I are busy cooking up some real exciting episodes with some really cool guests. We're actually in the middle of doing some travel and reuniting in person to do it. Um, so excited. I got so excited. I'm fully going to unmask here um, that I sort of forgot that I, uh, I thought I had uploaded the podcast to post on our usual schedule and I got the date wrong. And hey, that's kind of where my brain is right now. My routines are shot. My accommodations, uh, uh, they are, they're doing their best. Anyway, I would love to encourage you to listen to one of our top, like, requested, talked about, referenced episodes. Without further ado, here's an ADHD and Relationships Roundtable. Hello, I'm Isabel, she, her, hers. And I'm David, he, him, his. And we're two therapists with ADHD who sit down to have some chats about ADHD. We can't promise we'll stay on topic or be professional, or even remotely mature. But we can promise that you'll end up looking at you or your loved one's beautiful neurodivergent brain in a shiny new way. This is not a therapy session. This is something shiny. I love it. Do you like uh, it? That's amazing. And can this just be the intro? You saying that and me freaking out about how amazing it is? Yeah. You know, and you that can, your voice? That could be, be our first so intro. <laughs> So without further ado, welcome to Something Shiny. I'm David. <laughs> In this episode, we're joined by Bobby, Isabel's husband, who has ADHD on the neurodivergent side of life, and my partner, Robin, who does not have ADHD and is not on the neurodivergent side of life. Well... Let's see what happens when you get a whole bunch of ADHD people and one non-ADHD person in a room talking about things. So I was thinking about ADHD and relationships, specifically like how ADHD works within relationships and how it can often be scapegoated and like look like the bad rap, like, oh man, you don't want to be with that ADHD kid. You'll end up with too much paste or something like that. Like too, way, way too much glue on something. What are you doing? And, and what I'm realizing is there's like a lot of accommodations that can actually occur when someone with ADHD teams up with anyone, including someone else with ADHD. So I go to grad school. Um, I'm the one dude in this fancy program that I, I'm like, I have ADHD and I think I'm the only one that has ADHD because this is like a, like a pretty fancy big school and everyone here has to be geniuses. And I really don't want to talk about being like having a learning disability, having ADHD, but whatever. And we get assigned this class project and I, I meet this guy, Noah. And I'm like, I'm like, hey, uh, we've been talking a lot about sports and you make jokes and I like you. Let's team up on this like class project. You and I are going to work on it together. And he's like, perfect. And before uh, we got started, he stopped me and he said, I got to tell you, um, I have ADHD, which means uh, I'm going to be very anxious about getting this done. Uh, and I really just need a partner that won't slack. So if, if I freak out about doing something, like just know that I'm going to do it, but I'll need you to show up. And I go, oh my God, this is perfect. See, I have ADHD too. And he started laughing. I go, no, 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 really. But I don't care about any of this stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, wait a minute. Yeah. Well, like, due dates, I'll just do it the night before. Like, yeah. And he's like, he's like, I can't do it the night before. I'm like, I could do it with you though. And so in a sense, like we teamed up and did like every project together. We got great grades. Mm -hmm. um, we did incredible work together. I'll even say that one of our class projects led to him meeting his wife, 
One. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, like we are oh. like a dynamic duo, and when we're getting into doing the world of psychology and doing work together, but it's because of the complementary nature of our ADHD. His is requires an incredible amount of structure, and he's really rigid. Like he's the guy that says, "Like I'll be at your house at nine o'clock." He'll get there at eight fifty-eight and wait for two minutes, and like hit the buzzer right at nine. Mm -hmm. I'm the guy that's like, "I'll see you at nine and like nine fifteen rolls around. I'm like, "Sorry, I totally forgot there was a thing that I had to do." Like, like <laughs> so different. But what I've learned in life, and what I see a lot, a lot of the time in terms of ADHD, is self-esteem in ADHD is so damaged from so many injuries over life like you know you, you mess up a million times that all of a sudden it's it's way more beneficial to protect somebody else like you don't have to let someone else have the you know horrible injury that you've had before so you can throw the body at it and now you're useful and you feel good and so the fact that i could be there for noah and the fact that i could make him feel better by being there because he was anxious like all of a sudden had this instant gratification for me all of a sudden i loved working with him we got a lot of work done and it made me think about like what ADHD could actually look like when people are aware of like what they're good at and what they're not good at and how to work together. Like Noah was instrumental in me understanding like need to work differently. I don't know if that makes sense in terms of the ADHD. No, it does. That's mm -hmm. interesting. Which says, but yes. my, I don't think I've ever heard that either. It happened. You mean yeah. like personally, like the, this story? The story, story, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I feel like I haven't, I, I, I thought that, I was like, I don't know if I've heard that either. Wait a minute. And I was like, <laughs> you and me, Isabel, mm -hmm. me, you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. when she was like, you know, I think I have ADHD. I was like, no, because you're focused. You get things done. You do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're telling the story. And I was like, whoa, that mm -hmm. reconfirmed. Like that's about about how we, how, how we work. Well, it made me think about how relationships with ADHD are kind of important to talk about. Oh, and yeah. it's an important aspect that like everyone tries to like, not really talk about or only talk about in a bad light. And it made me think like, oh man, like I'm with you, Isabel and Bobby. Like you guys are a couple and and, and it doesn't feel like you're coupling me out. But I felt like maybe today mm -hmm. my better other awesome half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Robin, I just, I just gonna say you're like really nice all the time to me. And I'm not just saying it because Robin could like hurt me, but like you're one of the more compassionate people <laughs> I've ever met. And, a lot of and ammo. you say things in like, you do, but you say things in like the nicest, sweetest way in a way that like I'm not used to as an ADHD person, like hearing things. Like um, someone was talking to Robin when we were in, I was in un, like grad school. We just, we were living in Evanston and someone was like, how do you deal with like Dave's ADHD and living? You know, and it was just like a generic conversation. And Robin really nice said, well, I let him have this part of the shelf. And I remember thinking like, what do you, you let me have part of it? I don't, what? I was like, that's crazy talk. I don't, and I look and all of a sudden it was like this moment of like, <laughs> oh, like I just like all of a sudden saw our place for the first time and realized like every book was in its place and they were like color coded and everything was like up to the same line and perfectly aligned and our bookcases were perfect with all these different things and statues places. Out of the book and case. then there's one, like maybe like a, like a third of a shelf. <laughs> That's but like buttressed by this weird aluminum tin that I put my tips in from bartending, and had maybe a thousand gum wrappers like, like just jammed in Receipts. it. Receipts, yeah. everything in my brain. Hey, like stuff. I'll do that later. Liz, like went to that part of the shelf, and then I realized that was my part of the shelf. <laughs> you weren't like you weren't like yelling at me every day to like clean it. Robin was just like you get that much of it. And I could like, I, and I just like fit it. I made it work. I just you like did. made that my messy space. Can I, can I ask a question then? Because it sounds like what happened was a boundary was set, but how was the boundary set? I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know until that person 
made it made me think about it that yeah. you even had a spot. But there are there there are a couple other spots that I just don't don't manage. <laughs> or, or, or don't even try to manage. Yeah, no. There's I mean just just let but you something... do what you're gonna do in this little area. And... But if it starts to encroach out or things there that or that oh, yeah. little the little Dave area starts to become bigger and bigger. Oh I let them know. That, okay. Gotcha. Oh, okay, yeah. How Specifically, do you it was gum wrappers and receipts that would just be all around the house. I would just say, hey, Dave, just so you know, you're leaving gum wrappers and receipts all over the house. <laughs> Could you not? Do you remember what I said? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. Oh, my yeah, God. He didn't like, know. In this moment, I didn't, I never realized that I was doing that with my gum wrappers. Like, never. And so then, and, and Robin, you ask for so little. Is a like really like you don't I'm ask a very non confrontational person too, so I'm not gonna like just and I'm not impulsive or loud or I'm not gonna bark at you and be like, Hey, no, it's never <laughs> that's a gum yeah, unless you're a cockroach, you know, it's like a cockroach, Ricky the Roach. Okay, I should explain Robin and I, we were in Hawaii, we were in a car, and a cockroach started running up her leg. And I gotta say, it was quite an exhilarating event. Uh, there was screaming involved, a little bit of swerving, a lot of laughter. And because we're such fans of alliteration, it became Ricky the Roach. There's really nothing personal about Ricky's out there. Ricky's, we, we hurt you. There's nothing bad. But Ricky the Roach was an entire adrenaline ride. It's like you're a cockroach. Uh, you're you're violating the ran down my leg in the dark. I'm sorry. He no. deserved it. Yes. <laughs> the sacred there was no consent pact. there. Right. right. Exactly. No consent. The sacred pact is the bug cannot be on the body <laughs> or in a space with like movement involved. Oh. I feel like it's too many feet. Yeah. Unless you're asleep and you don't know. <laughs> I don't even want but to know. That also, oh, <laughs> kind of, no, I just sort of got that. You, you, you made that go to a really creepy place. Yeah, that went super I creepy. Even be, I didn't even mean it to be the creepy. The when you're sleeping. <laughs> I, was, I didn't mean it to be creepy that way. I just meant the, that, you know, like, what is the thing that, like, eight spiders crawl in the mouth? I was just thinking of that. Like that. Those that are the things that we learn and never talk myth. about. Yeah. But that's right. a bit. I, I Scary actually, stories you tell. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really 30. Can I throw something out about the gum wrapper thing? I just want to make sure, like... I think what I'm realizing right now is because you, you, you're not like in, I don't know, I'm not always making, you're not making a lot of demands of me. I don't know how to say this because it's, it's coming out wrong. Like, cause you, you demand things of me all the time, like a normal human being. It's not like you don't ask me to do things, but like none of it feels outside of like a wheelhouse of normal requests. And so if there's ever like a special thing that I don't hear you ask for, like, Hey, manage your business because i don't hear you say that very often right i'm like oh my god it becomes like novel and real and now all of a sudden me managing this thing i know will make the person i love feel better i have instant gratification to attending to that task mm -hmm. and i don't always do it right but like i think you can at least do it does it look like yeah. i do it I no i can tell that you know that that's a thing that you have done and that's a thing that doesn't happen anymore and I'm putting and both it, my hands up in victory. Oh, man. Yes. It just opened up this, I don't know, availability for me to bring up other things when I see him, too. Yeah. Like, Dave, I just know, does not see crumbs on the counter. I know you can feel them if you like. Mm -hmm. yep. Or like sweeping the floor. So now I'll just say, hey, there's crumbs. Can you wipe off the whole counter when you're cleaning the kitchen? Not just what you see. And he's like. Really? And he'd wipe stuff into his hand and be like, there's a lot of crumbs here. <laughs> and same with sweeping. So I would see you sweep up little portions of the floor. I'm like, no, you just got to sweep the whole floor. 
because even if you can't see it, you're going to get like this big pile. And he's like, gets this big pile. And it's kind of satisfying. No, and oh, like, yeah. it feels good to be better at sweeping. Wow. Yeah. I mean, even as you're describing this, though, I'm I'm like sensing the warmth and the kindness. Yeah. Like how you're not giving that big a deal to begin with, too. Like I could throw away the gum wrappers, but I don't want to. Yeah. I don't chew gum. It, yeah. No. And I wouldn't want you to. Like, hey, can you make the gum wrapper disappear? Is it how, magic? How warm? How warm are, are we fighting right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this how, is actually how warm are we? This is what I'm thinking. You know, it's, I'm, I'm smiling like with this like like sheepish warm. face <laughs> yeah. right now as you're telling the story because yeah. I'm, I'm also like, oh, we are awful people. To, like, our version of gum wrapper, and it does not go down the same way. And like, I hope you can sense that. I feel like you and I, Bobby. We have like a really warm, like affectionate, loving, like like literally ninety nine point nine percent of our day is like jokes and you know kindness, right? But then that point one percent with the gut, like the <laughs> metaphorical gum wrapper, right, does not come off like that. But I, you know what the interesting piece is, Robin, is in my head, like when I'm doing that equivalent, right, where mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like you got your your stuff. Like your stuff has overflown, like your work stuff has overflown, you know, its coop and is now landed on other parts of the house. And like, I'm, like I'm pointing to everywhere, yeah. right? Yeah. Evolved. Yeah. Although it's like, so funny that like before you came over, we I literally scurried around picking up receipts oh. and <laughs> old wrappers and coupons. I was like, what are these doing oh. here? And then I like hit them in a desk. <laughs> you can't throw them away because what it's a receipt. You might need it. I know. Can I also oh. like loop back to earlier though? Like if you're not being warm and loving with each other every single time, because you do have ADHD, maybe you don't notice the gum wrapper as early as I do. So you don't see the gum wrapper until there's 5,000 gum wrappers <gasps> screaming so at the true. same time as the paper shredder. <sighs> and then it's fire. Whereas I'm like one gum wrapper. Out. We got to take care of that. <laughs> <laughs> that is so wise. It's so accurate. You're right. It's not until like, it's past the breaking point. Like literally right. it has to, and to be fair, like I think we're pretty tidy out of necessity. We're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm like, intimidated kind of by like, our house right we, now. Yeah. But, but it, I really think it's a coping mechanism. Like I really think cleaning is like a way that I self-regulate is <laughs> cleaning and like kind of tidying and putting things back. Yeah, that's why. And then funnily enough, I think when I point out that the mess has exploded, because it really isn't just the one gum wrapper, it literally is like 15. I always, it's like always coming from a place of overwhelm. And then I imagine it's overwhelming to ask you to suddenly fix it because it's all over the place. And I, in my head, I'm going, hey, honey. Like when we even like replay our fights, literally when we replay them in our heads, we're always like, Hey, honey, like I really was hoping if you could maybe, you know, fix the thing. But that is not how we sound. I know, I mean, I know that I can acknowledge that's not how I actually sound, but I actually think that's how I sound. What's up with that? You're getting mad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's not an ADHD thing. That's just like a human thing. That's not like, well, I think that's human. As I, 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 I guess the cockroach. Yeah. yeah. The cockroach. Will you please kill him? Cockroach. <laughs> What do you think, Bobby? Am I speaking um, truthfully here? Oh, yeah, you're speaking truthfully. I think the one thing that I, this this goes, I think this is great because this kind of crosses into, you gave gave an example of of, uh, last episode about going to Six Flags, a kid that was, you know, 
if you get all your homework done or if you get the, if you get a good grade on a test or whatever, you get to go to Six Flags. Well, that's not that's not how it works. This is uh, on the weekend. Isabel goes, you need to go to Six Flags. <laughs> so and I was like, oh, what? And she goes, you're getting overwhelmed. Go to Six Flags. Mm-hmm. And so it's 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 so that was and it was magic. Nor but like we I had, in my opinion, we had kind bad. of a we had kind of a like a like a postmortem like afterwards of the of just how because we were like we typically on weekends we would get little tips or little you know just little arguments or get you know a little heated about just dumb you like things. took the time out exactly mm-hmm. and so we took a time out and then we came back and we were both able to identify moments that where I said something or Isabel said something where it would have triggered maybe an argument and it didn't. And uh, and we were like, what did we do different? What did how? Yeah, like how did we do? How did we set these boundaries? What were the things that Mm would have triggered us before? What were the crumbs? What were the gum wrappers? (laughs) And when? How? And and you know? And why did it not trigger us this this time? I guess backtracking a little, the Great America moment. What is this Great America example we're talking about? Well, in a previous podcast recording session. David had mentioned an example where, let's just say for the sake of argument, a group of people all want to go to Great America. What is Great America? Great America is an awesome thrill-ride-packed adventure amusement park um, located in scenic Gurney, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. Um, And it's a place where, you know, you're going to go on roller coasters, you're going to go on fun rides, you're going to eat, like, tubs of popcorn. It's just going to be a fun time. So imagine a group of people is waiting to go to this theme park and they're all waiting on one member to finish their work. And let's just suppose for the sake of argument that one member has ADHD. And so they're struggling with finishing their work. It's just not happening that day. And the whole group gets into a tizzy. Everyone's mad. Everyone's mad that this person couldn't finish their work. And nobody ends up going to Great America. So the example David gave us was actually in that moment, Um, the intervention is, okay, cool. If that person's struggling with finishing their work, you honor that. You honor that they maybe need something else in that moment. But the rest of the group is not going to like be mad and moan and complain and not get what they want. Like the rest of the group can still go to Great America and then they can all come back together and plan another time to go. Um, If that makes sense. So the idea is like when you're having like an intense um, moment, whether it's ADHD related or not, um, it might be okay for the other people in your family unit or in your friendship units or <laughs> around you and the relationships around you to go, okay, cool. Like have your moment. We're going to continue on with our day and no shame. We'll just reconnect later. Anyway, that's great America for you. And, uh, just for the sake of all you Midwesterners out there, it's Six Flags Great America, where Ford runs wild. There we go. That's <laughs> I'm dating myself. Uh, oh. If you just want a fun time, look up Six Flags Great America commercials. I'm not even joking. That's a whole rabbit hole that will bring you so much joy. But anyway, back to what we were saying. I guess backtracking a little. The Great America moment, interestingly, though, wasn't like because I noticed myself getting heated and thinking, oh, like, this is a couple, you know, this is our tiff. This is their usual mode. Like, we got to interrupt it. No. What it was was I was watching 
Bobby circle the house really distracted. He was like trying to get one thing done and he was just like circling like a like a shark, mm. just going in circles. Mm, and that. I instantly recognized myself because I'm like, I totally do the shark circle. And I was, and then I suddenly put together, I'm like, oh, you need to change your environment to get the thing done that you're trying to get done. And he would get distracted and go into the next thing, go to the next thing. And then as he did that, you were getting more and more like irritable and I could like see it in you. It was this awesome like meta zoom out moment where I was like, like a nature documentary, like watch the shark. <laughs> Searching for food. And he smells blood in the yeah, water. And, it's, and, and it, you know, when we talk about these tips, it's not like we would be like, it, we, we wouldn't be mean to each other. It would be more like. And we're not looking for we, fights. Yeah, we're we would, we would be both like, be. Uh -huh. I, I don't want to. I don't want to fight. I don't want to yeah, about they, this. They, but you're they, just they, like doing it right, Isabel. Exactly. Like She's they, like, you need to go. <laughs> yeah. They literally come from this place of like blah, trying to self-stimulate yeah. to like get like literally a simple task done or get mm -hmm. our kid out the door because transitions suck. Oh. Yep. Um. So and he's screaming right, and so it's like try and not always. We make it sound like our kid is no. We're we're picking on this. I situation. think you're being honest about being parents. Let me just a few moments where it's like really hard. I'm just gonna say kids are ridiculously hard and they Here. scream all the time. They're like hedonistic parents. That I don't I don't have any myself. They're sticky and they touch everything and they want it their way all the time and they have no reasoning skills and they're lovely. <laughs> they are the light of yeah. our life. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. true. I hear that. Hedonistic parents. Hedonistic parent. Oh, but so yeah, the no, that's so great. That's <laughs> not wrong. No, it really isn't. We they're gonna to repeat everything this. you say, and they're gonna you know. But do lots all the of things. squawks. Yeah. And like yeah, lots of squawks and moments where often <laughs> and they just say, poop places. They do. Oh. Yeah, they just pick places to poop. Um, but no, but I will full on say to to our kid like when he gets to a point where I'll just go, dude, you're drunk. Like I'll full. <laughs> I don't know if I, and I, I told Isabel, I said, oh, I probably shouldn't say that if we're ever in public, but I'll go, dude, you're drunk, man. You were drunk because it's just full on. Because he's and he's like, sleep drunk, you know, <laughs> or he's yeah. like, and he's literally upset because he's like, why am I not already yeah. a slave? Or it'll be, I want this, I want this, here's this. I don't want this. And then that's when I go, dude, you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> you just asked for you're that. You're drunk, kid. So can I can I go back to what you were you were you got you guys were talking about in terms of your relationship and like avoiding mm -hmm. that residence. Sure. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I think something you're you're really touching on is like how anger is a natural stimulant and people take stimulant medications, anger, anxiety, these are stimulants. So you're you're you Bobby, you're stimulating yourself. You're getting kinda yeah. you're kinda getting angry, you're getting a little giggity running around, like mm -hmm. but you're you're upping yourself up, right? But now we have to acknowledge something else. And what I see often is individuals with ADHD <laughs> pause for pause for some water. No, but individuals with ADHD have a much I, I see a much more active mirror neuron kind of context. There's a lot of empathy that they can feel from other people. And mirror neurons are the neurons that reflectively um environments reflect emotions. It helps us learn. They're like the root of vicarious learning. R.S. Rasmussen discovered them. Awesome stuff. Really cool. Mm -hmm. But with mirror neurons, it means you're getting all activated. You're you're trying to get giggity. You're trying to get to that that starting place. Right, right. right. But what you're also doing is you're activating Isabel. Yes. Ding ding ding. Right. And yeah. you don't need the activation because you're not trying to accomplish the same task with the same level of intensity. Oh, but no, let's say no, you're trying no. to move, right? Let's say you're, you're both trying to move all your furniture. Mm -hmm. Then you won't notice it because you both need to escalate to that place together. But when one of you needs it and another person doesn't, 
Mm. What you nailed, and I want to give you guys like a lot of credit. What you nailed was knowing you couldn't think your way out of that circle. Yes, it was like I can't, right, I can't. Right. Just the shark will bite me. You, I need to go to McDonald's <laughs> for th- to like thirty minutes. Yeah, to be better. Yeah. Like think about the circle yeah. there. And, and the thing too is that I feel like I get upset because I'm also upset with myself going should have done time management better. I know there are pockets of time that I could have gotten this thing done, but this is the pocket that I designated. And of course, and it's the last pocket of time that I have. <laughs> and of course, that's the time when the whole machine breaks down because, you know, our kid is might not be feeling well or, or, or you're like, Hey, I got to do this. Can you watch, can you watch, you know, our kid for, for this? And I'm like, no, I, I have this time designated for, you know what I mean? But it's, it's, so then I've, then I mm-hmm. just get upset and it, you know what I mean? And it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't have anything to do with you. you mm-hmm. The ask that you have is very, very, you know, normal. And, and it's a gum um, wrapper. Yeah, yeah. It's a gum wrapper. <laughs> um, I'm used to that. That's- but like, but yeah, but it, it comes from the, there's like, there's, there's a level of me being upset with myself, me being upset in the position, me or in it, it just the, where I am at the situation, mm. me trying to then, of course, then stimulate myself to get it done, get it done fast, get it, you know. And then if so you say, things. so you do something else, what, what do you have to transition your energy to? Now this intense energy level is no longer at all helpful for right. taking care of your child unless you're going right. to do some wrestling. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's so true. And I think the reason the Great America trick worked is because both like that was a way to like, because I think what what Bobby, you were saying too, is like we get into this mode where we're both trying to point out to the other like, it's totally ADHD behavior you're doing right now. I see it. I see it. I know you don't see it, but I see it. And that (laughs) is hard in a fight, like, or not in a fight, like in these escalated moments. Right, right. And David, you nailed it. Like, I can't stress enough just how much like I feel so validated right now because that is like exactly what I was trying to explain to Bobby this weekend that you were such an amazing listener for, honestly. Um, Thank you. Was was me going like, hey, listen, when you get to that state, it doesn't like for whatever reason, I'm so, I call it spongy. I'm so spongy that I go right there with you and then I'm desperately trying to not feel that. So I need you to be soothed but really I also am trying to soothe myself and then that turns into disaster because then I'm saying things like, hey, I need space when really like you're going, no, I still need information. And it's like we, it's like the whole machine breaks down right? because we're both completely activated and no task has gotten done and we're both deep in our ADHD zone. But what's been amazing is all these, what I, I was just thinking, I, we need to do a mashup of all of like David's truth bombs. Yes. You know, and just do a whole string because we whole direct stuff from just these <laughs> podcast sessions mm-hmm. and we'll use them in our like communication yes like when, the great america yeah. was like a great way to snap us both out of it and for you to go oh i get it i need to get out right. of the house and i'm like and i literally had to kind of hold you by both arms and go listen <laughs> you need to get out of the house to get this thing done don't worry about anything else i got it covered and then peace reigned forevermore and we've never, and we're never going to have any problems again. <laughs> have you done that to me? Kicked you out of the house? Or like, <laughs> I think, I feel like you do that, you do that to me. I'm just, this sounds terrible as I'm saying out loud, but like kind of often, but not in a bad way. No, 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 no. Yeah. Wait, let me say more. Okay. Okay. No, no, you're <laughs> I know. It, it, like what, what I, uh, I'm very attentive to like knowing I could be too much because I like 
doing talking. You give me heads ups a lot, though. Yeah. Sometimes on the way home from work, you never know how many times he's had to lay on the horn or if he got behind the slowest driver on the planet, he'll you'll say, if you'll call me, I'm coming in hot. I'm like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I'm usually horizontal on the couch with Parks and Rec or The Office on TV. Mm-hmm. I love to say TV show names. Anyway, um, and I'm like checked out. Yep. Yes. And if he comes in hot, yelling hey, about such a driver, yeah. exactly. Robin will just say, I can't. I I'm like, wait a minute. Do you need to take a break? Let me sit up and be a human. Oh. And I'll go, okay. And I'll run outside and I'll like go call a friend or I'll go like get, just take some time on my roof yeah. looking at the sun. And I do want to hang out with him. So I have to know that I, I've got to meet him halfway, wake up and be a human. Maybe mm-hmm. stand on my feet and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, like, I know this sounds, like, maybe really basic, but I don't know that I've ever thought of that before. I think I always assume I just completely go right where that person is, and then I'm exhausted, and then I'm also, like, I, I think that's also something I'm learning to do, is I'm learning to go, like, wait. I'm li- literally learning to tell you, give me five minutes. Yeah. I have I have to oh, finish yeah, a yeah. thing. That's, like, a new <laughs> skill set. I'm well, not even joking. 36 years old, 35 years old. I don't even remember my age. <laughs> That's okay. Neither does Dave. I literally forget my age all the time. Although I got it now, I'm 40. And oh. there's something awesome about 40. Like, I, you don't, like, I'm not confused about 40 being 40. for the next 40. seven years. Yeah. 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 And yeah. You just, I'm just going to swear now, but I'm going to say, you just stop giving a shit when you turn 40. And it's amazing. It's <laughs> oh, nice. I'm knock on wood. I'll look forward to that. Again. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's epic. Yeah. It's, you're close. Thank you so much for listening. If you ever had that thought where you think, hey, I'm nothing, stop. Remember, you're something. Something's shiny. That's right. Just as you are. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more free episodes of this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Instagram as Something Shiny Podcast. And if you're looking for more information, useful links, definitions, visuals, everything we can think of and more is on our website at somethingshinypodcast.com. And it's all free. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in two weeks.